Hey peeps, it's Tara from The Scary Movie Project, and I've got some cool news to share with you. I'm making a movie. That's right. I'm producing and directing a short, female-driven, gothic horror film called The Strangle of Ivy. If you want to see the film, all you have to do is back the Kickstarter at the lowest level. Of course, you'll get a bunch of fun extras and behind-the-scenes content at higher levels, too. You can even be a producer. Check it out at bit.ly forward slash the strangle of ivy that's b-i-t dot l-y forward slash the strangle of ivy i'll see you all over there and she tells him thomason hath got the sign of her womanhood (laughs) and she's (laughs) and she's old enough now to leave and serve another family that is how she said it i i wrote Uh, that down i'm just laughing because I like your delivery for it. I'm just, I'm just laughing she, at that. She hath got the sign of her womanhood. Right. Hey, peeps. This is the Scary Movie Project, the podcast where we talk about scary movies, share our perspectives as filmmakers, and follow Black Philip around singing our spoilery spoilers. I'm Tara. Black Philip. Black. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Greetings. I have the whole song. Greetings to one and all. Uh, I am Matt. And yeah, Black Phillip um, is a scary creature. Um, today is um, 2015. Well, maybe 2016, I guess. I don't know. I'm confused sometimes. Yeah, 2016, 16. I um, A family in 1630s New England is torn apart by the forces of witchcraft, black magic, and possession in 2016's <sighs> The Witch, which I think is a pretty fabulous movie. Um, I'm, I'm glad oh. we're going to talk about it today. Um, okay, huge spoilers. I love this yeah. movie. It's the, the so twins. good. Yeah. Um, oh, so good. I have the whole song. We yeah. will be singing it. So this is this is pretty. This movie is pretty intense. I went to see it in the theater. Um, I don't remember the last time. Maybe the last time I went to see a movie. Oh, movie you theater, did. Quite you got frankly. to see it in the theater. Yeah. Uh, opening weekend, 2016. It was like President's Day or something. This um, is one that so we buy certain films on Blu-ray, like on not Blu-ray a lot, too. but like certain ones. If they are really good, instead yeah. of just like buying them on streaming, I we buy too. them on Blu-ray. So we have them, and we bought this. Yeah, I think it's it was one like of it's ten, one of the few ten bucks somewhere. But yeah, I bought it too. It's pretty great. It really is. Yeah, it's so good. And oh, and it's directed and written by Robert Eggers. Mm-hmm. It, it was his directorial debut. That's right. So that's right. I he just, has also, since he has made um, The Lighthouse, which, which I, I don't know. Have you seen that yet? I want to see it. I know it's weird. I know it's strange, but I do want to see it. I liked it. It was, okay. but it, it was definitely a strange movie. Yeah, I want to see um, it. And then he's got a couple new ones. He's got a new one coming out, um, Northmen. Yeah, with. Um, about Vikings. Yeah. Okay. That might um, be interesting. With, was it with Walter? I don't know. Coster Landau? How, whatever. I think that's who's in it. Well. Anyways. Well, He's got a Viking one coming out, and then I think he may also be working on a remake of Nosferatu. Is that right? Mm, yeah, I don't know how I feel. I think about that was that. him. Okay. I mean, it's well, it's about to be a hundred years old, so doesn't mean it needs to be remade. Fair. Uh, it Fair. That doesn't mean just because something's old doesn't mean it needs to be redone. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Whatever. Um. So shall we dive right in? Yep. I'm not going to argue about remakes. It's going to take too long. No. Here we go. First, we hear music, and then the title comes on. The VV Itch, as my husband and I like to call it. Stylized. The Witch. A New England yeah. folktale, as it's other. A New England folk story. Yeah. Um, I think it's, yeah, folk whichever. Tale. But folk it's, it's VV. Okay, tale. It's, wait, I have it on my shirt. A New England folktale. Oh, yes. you're right. It's a new, do you, can you see my shirt? I can. A New England folktale. Yeah. I'm wearing my witch shirt. I have a picture in the house so somewhere. So it's double V's instead of a W because back then they didn't usually write a W. They wrote two V's <laughs> yep. to make the W sound. This happened to, this happened, this predates the Salem witch trials. This is a long, long it time ago. It does. It's, it's the earlier witch scare they in never, America. They never say what year it is. I, I'm reading that. They never said what year it was though, I don't believe. I thought it was in the, maybe not. Well, they say it's the 1630s. But we know it's in the 1630s. It's, it's so. a very long time ago. Yeah, it's it's a long time ago, guys. Yeah. We were not alive. No. <clears throat> um, although it may feel like we have been alive that yeah. long, we have not. No one listening to this episode was alive. <laughs> so it opens on uh, Thomason, played by Anya Taylor-Joy. Which a name that I would like to give to a pet one day. 
I like that. Anya Taylor Joy. No, Thomason. <laughs> oh, Thomason. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> no. She, by the way. Okay, Thomason makes more sense. This was her first movie. She's like blown up now. Mm -hmm. She's like a legit movie star. Oh, now. she's hugely blown up yeah, now. She's a legit um, movie star. She's like she what, did... twenty-two years old or something. What was that chess show? called she did the chess show that was you know so what? popular recently this is funny i can't actually name a lot of the stuff she's done i just know she's done a lot of stuff she's like 20 yeah, she's, she's like, she's no, like 23 she's, years old and she's like yeah she's she's pretty big she's now huge. um and she's very she's an interesting looking person like she's very pretty she's but she's kind of got strange features well that may have been um, part of the reason she was cast it might have been she's a little it's she She's beautiful, she but looks she looks unique. a little bit disconcerting. She has a very unique yeah. look, and it works well yeah. with something like this and other stuff she's been in. So definitely that it's in this it works because it looks so everybody looks so severe mm -hmm. and like yeah, they're just very plain and and not not lush. <laughs> Right, everyone no. is everyone is sort of thin, and everyone is sort of well. They don't live the greatest worked overworked. They don't live the greatest life. No, let's and just, and they're about that, to get right? kicked out of their community. Yeah. So, so Thomason is staring straight ahead as her father's making a speech in court about his beliefs and stuff. And then the family is banished from the plantation or you know their community, which was and they leave. You know, it's just not going to work out well. Right. You just, it's like, oh, this is already starting off mm -hmm. pretty bad. Yeah. They're getting kicked out of town. Yeah. And the gates of the town shut behind their wagon as they ride away and the children are singing a hymn. And then we see the father, William, he's like bowed down to the earth and he raises his hands in praise because they found this like uninhabited place near the woods. And then we see that they've built a farm. Mm -hmm. So it kind of jumps a lot in that like first three, yeah. <laughs> three or four shots right yeah, there. Right, right. Um, and then we see Thomason at her prayers and she's confessing to God that she's a sinner and she's been idle and disobeyed her parents and little things like that. And as she prays, we see the family working around the farm. So um, at this, well, maybe not at this point, but I, I, I hadn't watched it in a while. I watched it again last week, maybe the fourth or fifth time I've seen it. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm trying to figure this part. Maybe this is I, my, my misunderstanding of this. Um, these, these folks are from, um, England, yes, is that correct? They're from England. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes. Are they or are they Scottish? I'm having some trouble with these accents. They sound they don't sound British to me. They sound Scottish to me. Is, I think is that, it is, may be a, it may be a different. It's not a it's not an RP. It's not a received pronunciation or or a standard British am I, like upper crust accent that we're used am to. I, alone I think in it that, is or like a hear, north accent. Do you hear that at all when you're when you hear them talk in this movie? I just hear it as a kind of odd accent. So I don't know that I specifically were like, was like, oh, it's that, from Scotland. That, well, but I, maybe, okay, that, that might be some. But it, there's so many different British accents. That's, again, maybe some ignorance I'm, I'm getting on my part on it. But when she's talking that scene, she's talking about saying, she's saying me prayers. Like she almost sounds, when I'm, if I had, if I wasn't looking at, if I had my back turned, I think a Scottish yeah. person is talking to me. But that's how I perceive it. That's so fair. maybe but, they're from the north. But that's what I mean. Is this was such a long time ago? Was this a dominant accent like at the time? And it only because nowadays I know a British accent only as a certain way. You know, four hundred years later, right? My guess is that's, as well researched as this movie that's, is. And that's the thing about that it. they found that they decided yes. exactly where in England they were from. And so that to me, and used that dialect. I was going to get to that because we'll get to that later. Because one of the reasons I love this movie is because of, you know, this was not just written down on a piece of paper like, hey, they're from mm -hmm. this country. This was some serious, crazy research. But anyway. Yes. Yeah, go ahead. Yes. So, OK. So um, they're working around the farm. The mother, Catherine, has a new baby and she gives it to Thomason to look after. And Thomason's playing peekaboo with the baby and she keeps on covering her eyes. And then one time the baby's just gone. The baby's gone. And we're already like, this is what, five minutes into the movie and we're like, oh, crap. Mm -hmm, right. <laughs> and it's just, I mean, it's literally like she covers her eyes for a second, split baby's second, gone. the baby's gone. It's, it's impossible. Like, it's impossible. It's, yeah, it is not, it is not possible. Right. And then we see a woman carrying the baby through the woods. And by firelight, we see the old woman 
slow pan castrate shot. the baby yeah well we don't see... well start to she's about yeah, to th- they just show kind of the knife by candle thankfully we don't see that but you you definitely and that, yeah. that scene... you know that's what's gonna happen and, and scene... then you see her grinding it into paste oh, on a man. on a stump it's so accurate well okay it's accurate in the fact that it's what we've been told that she made this salve, this paste that they always right. said, this oint, flying ointment. She literally makes a right. flying they rub ointment. The, she rubs the paste all over herself yes. and, and a large stick. And then later oh she she goes and she flies she goes and she flies into the air on the stick. I remember And it's this gorgeous shot where she's silhouetted against yes, the moon. And the awful like screeching violins and I remember sitting in the, in the yeah. theater sitting and thinking, like, damn. I'm already like, yeah, five, 10 minutes in this movie. And like the accuracy of the stories are like crazy good. Like this is well, what they said they did. Oh, and man. it's like, holy, they went there. Yeah, they like they went what movie, there. Right. They are not pulling punches. Right. What other, you know, which movies show something like that? Like that was fantastic. Oh my God. Yeah. You just knew you were like, oh God, here we go. Like, this is going to be a ride. A little bit of Lords of Salem. We know we talked about that, you know, last year. There's a little mm-hmm, bit of that mm-hmm. in there, but not like that. This was like, dude, this is awesome. Uh, yeah. Strap in. Like I'm ready. And this was what people said, which is did back that's, then. So like yes. it's from the, it's from research. And that's what I love. Um, so the woman who played the witch, Bathsheba Garnett, her um, name is Bathsheba, like for real. Yeah. Her name's Bathsheba. That's a and great she name said she had some trouble too. preparing for the scene. And cause she usually tries to find like at least one redeeming quality in her characters Not to like one. give them depth. And she was like, it was almost impossible. Like I'm here, like eating a baby and grinding it into paste. Yeah. And Not she said she eventually that. like got in the mindset of like, She's eating this baby because she sees it not as a living creature, but like an object she has to consume to survive. Right. And you know what? I don't know. You know, they aren't full on well lit shots. They're just little pieces of her that you see. You don't really see her face really even. So it's kind of like, but you still have to have that idea to play it, obviously. But. Yeah, right. That's yeah. That that scene is no, crazy. but it's great how it's lit because it 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 enhances the like scary factor oh, because better. you can't quite see what's going on. I wouldn't believe it if it was you know some fancy you know Ari lights or some Kinos lit up somewhere to you know I, I'd exactly be like, this yeah. Just it blows. has to be yeah, this like, like this. dark dim place. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um. So she rises into the air. She's silhouetted against the moon. Gorgeous shot. I mean absolutely it's it's wild absolutely beautiful um and then caleb thomason's younger brother um there are five children there's the baby who got got samuel taken already thomason's the oldest then there's caleb and then there's the two um jonas and mercy jonas and mercy (laughs) right jonas and mercy are the little ones mercy stop it (laughs) stop it um so caleb is getting ready for the day and we hear the mother crying and caleb sneaks a peek at his sister's chest while she sleeps yeah and then she wakes up and he tells her like all will be well and he puts his shoes on and goes outside to his father and william tells him mother hasn't slept since the baby disappeared they can search no more and the corn they're growing is bad so he tells Caleb they've got to go into the woods to catch food. Now, the corn um, apparently is actually showing signs of ergot, mm. which is a hallucinogenic Werewolves. fungus. That, <laughs> well, yeah, it's a hallucinogenic fungus that a lot of people attribute to real life stories yes. of possession witchcraft that like and people werewolves. were all hallucinating. Yes. That's what they, yep, yep. Yeah, yep. yeah. Yep. So I thought that was interesting little tidbit that, cool? that they stuck that in there. Yeah, I think, I think if you know your stuff, you know that you would kind of think i know i was thinking about that but that was yeah. very yeah i like that that was good yeah so inside thomason is listening by her parents curtained bed she can't see her mom but her mom is still crying and then william and caleb are walking through the woods and william quizzes his son on christian catechism mm-hmm. like you do talk about accurate well yeah when in 1630s you did yeah i mean that's folks, that's good god these people were terrified of of, of god and oh my they, i mean and that's something these folks were out that, of control I had the note later, but but we'll say it here. The a lot of the dialogue was taken straight from te- texts of the time period. Isn't that crazy, and you have to try so, to memorize that. This may Oof, be partially from some text that was like a on real, philosophic, uh, philosophical, yeah, text treatise on the Christian catechism. Because you know, this is 
I'll just touch on this. We know what a lot of this stuff, I think I'm not going to repeat myself. We did a lot of this on our witches um, live stream. We talked about this, mm-hmm, this topic mm-hmm. and I brought this up. And, you know, the fact of the matter is, OK, look, long story, very short. In the end, witch trials and accusations all through with land disputes. OK, we talked about that stuff. End of story, whatever. Yep. But also these folks were so, so terrified of God and, and the world yep. they didn't understand. They blamed everything on it. And these people were yep. praying 17, 20 times a day. They were like, thought they'd go to hell instantly if they didn't pray one day. Um, yeah. Their lives were prayer. This was what their well, lives were. And they were. talk about that. That comes up later That's where, it. and we'll see it where the mom thinks that her baby's going to hell because right. he died without being, That's right. without being baptized. So, so yeah, there's a whole, yeah. I mean. I'm, I'm, again, I'm not going to go on and on about it. We already, we already know that part, right? So yeah. Right. Yeah. So, okay. So William and Caleb, they reset a rabbit trap and Caleb wants to know what wickedness his baby brother could have done, like how he was born with wickedness and if he's in hell and then will Caleb also go to hell? He wants to know. Right. And William tells Caleb. He gets that like he intense, tra- like he's fired up. He gets intense. Yeah. And he's like, well, you know, no, basically he's like, no one can know. Like he isn't like, no, no, you'll be fine, honey. Like he's like, he's like, no one can know who's who's mm-hmm. good and who's evil. Mm-hmm. Like, right. you just have to try and live your life your the best. right way. Right. And so then William tells Caleb that he traded the mother's silver cup for right. the traps yep. and not yep. to tell her. Yep. So then we see Thomason gathering eggs and one falls and cracks open. It's got a dead baby bird inside. It's all bloody. Kind of gross. I was going to um, say one thing, too, is you can already, t- you, again, like the whole trajectory, you know things aren't going to go well. You You just know by watching him. He has no hunting experience. He, he has none. Yeah. And they really, you realize they're screwed. So yeah, anyway. Yeah, they don't know what they're doing. No, they have In no fact, idea. right right now, the dog with William and Caleb starts barking. Fowler. And and William tries to shoot a rabbit. So we already uh, have a two. A hare. They're called hares. Yes, we have two pet names in this movie already. Um, I like mm-hmm. Thomason and I like Fowler is the name of the dog. Fowler is yes. good. And so, well, that makes sense because it would go after fowl. Mm-hmm. Well, right. I don't so know if that's why, but I like the name. So. But like that makes sense for a hunting dog sure. because they would like yes, they would absolutely. take them out to like go get the fowl after they shot them. You got a retriever. Anyways, yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, so they try to shoot the rabbit. William tries to shoot it. It misfires and it hurts William's eye. Gunpowder blast um, all over him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it gets gunpowder blast in his face. Now, in colonial New England, hares, hares. or rabbits, whichever. Hares were considered magical creatures. So familiars? They were often well, they were often associated with witches and sometimes as um actually being the witch. Yeah. Like that they were thought to be able to turn into the hare so that they could like spy on people and stuff like that. So familiars were um cats, hares, mm-hmm. toads, owls. Yep. Uh, birds, some forms of birds. Yeah. Those were the list of familiars that they would talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Um so Mercy and Jonas now, and here's where we get the song. Jonas and Mercy. They're they're chasing the goat, the black goat around, yes, singing I, about Black I Phillip. I hate those two twins. I hate them. Oh, they're, they're, they're little so shits. annoying. They're just little. I mean, oh they're, God. But that <laughs> takes a lot to make you pull out a curse but, on this but, record. But, but that, but that, but I think that's the point, though, right? Right. They're they're totally obnoxious. Yes. They're, they're, and they're yes. spoiled. They're little spoiled brats. They're not pleasant little. Because they're the youngest. And especially when you live in a society like that where all you do is work. You have these two. Mm-hmm. I, I realize they're like four and five years old. I get that. But they're not making anyone's lives easier. So. No, no. They're, no, they're buttholes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, okay. Buttholes. So the song goes. Do you know the song? You want to sing it with me? Uh, go ahead. I'll, I'll let you sing it. Okay. Black Philip, Black Philip, a crown grows out his head. Black Philip, Black Philip, to Nanny Queen is wed. Okay. Jump to the fence post, running in the stall. Black Philip, Black Philip, king of all. Black Philip, Black Philip, king of sky and land. Black Philip, Black Philip, king of sea and sand. We are ye servants, we are ye men. Black Philip eats the lions from the lion's den. I I never would have known that and I never would have looked it up. So kudos to you for that. <laughs> I I just I just recite the two of them just going Black Philip, Black Philip, Black Philip. <laughs> yeah, I should have done it with a high voice. Tanani Queen is well. Oh, they're the worst. <laughs> so Black Philip is like terrifying, right? Right. Well, okay, so we're we're gonna get to some Black Philip stuff that's actually kind of truly Whew. a little scary. Man. Um 
because so Thomason calls to the the children and they won't come to her. So she gives up and she goes to sit by the forest. She's staring into the forest. And then the goat gets all rowdy and William has just come back with Caleb and he has to wrestle it into the enclosure. Well, apparently, apparently the goat was really difficult to train black Philip goat. What do you, and in one of the scenes, and I think this might've been the scene because when we get there, you'll see the other scene where the, where black Philip lunges at, Mm. at the father at William is, is, well, that is a, a plot point. Yeah. So I think it must be this scene where it happens. It wasn't supposed to do it. It wasn't mm. in the script. It just happened on set and they just went with it. Well, so that's funny. Um, this, this movie uses two things you should never do in movies. Two of the three things you should never do. Two of them working with animals and children. Mm-hmm. And the third is never shoot anything like on a boat or water or something. They, they don't do that one, but they do two of the other ones. So there you go. Yeah, they do. They Well, they're near water. Yeah, but they they're don't, by the creek. Yeah, but they're never actually on a boat. They're not on the water, though. Yeah. So then, um, mother Kate Catherine is mean to Thomason and complains about being left alone. And she sends Thomason inside and the two youngest inside. And Caleb tells mother that they went into the forest to look for apples because he thought he saw a tree. I thought I seen a tree. She's mad that they went. I thought I seen a tree. <laughs> I thought I, I thought I seen a tree. I thought I, thought I seen it. And she tells him that she doesn't want him to go off the farm. Right. So now Thomason is by the creek and she's washing clothes and Caleb joins her and he peeks at her chest again. He yeah. must be hitting like puberty age. Uh, he's like 12 years old probably, yeah. Um yeah, I think I think the actor was 13, so 13. yeah, he's probably like 11, supposed 12. to be 11 or 12. Yeah. Um and she asks him why he's dallying. Dallying. Yeah. And he won't answer. Dilly she dally. starts splashing him. And he just acts all moody, but she calls to him and he goes to sit in her lap. And then they get into a tickle fight. They sure do. Um, which is a little awkward. Yeah. Which is a little awkward. Siblings, whatever. Well, I think it's a little awkward because he's been peeking at her chest. I well, think he's, he's that part is true. Yes, he's hitting that point, and there's no other girl around for him no, to look at. There definitely isn't. Like. He's not hanging out at school. There's no party on Friday yeah, night. Yeah, like if they were still in town, he <laughs> yeah. might be looking at a neighbor girl. Yeah, but yeah. Well, there's no one around. He'd go to hell. There's for no that one too. else. So yeah, totally. Um, so then Mercy shows up and she says, "I'm the witch of the wood. I'm the witch of the wood." Yeah. <laughs> and and she I says, "Black Philip." Black Philip says, "You know, I think I think uh, Thomason says something about like, you know, you're just running around. We're all doing chores, and you're running around." She says, "Black Philip says I can do what I like." Right. And she tells him a witch took the baby, and she's seen it. Yep. And Thomason gets angry, and so she starts screwing with her, and she's like, "I'm the witch of the wood, and yep. I stole him." And she's like advancing on Mercy, and Mercy's super scared. Yep. And then she makes Mercy swear not to tell mother and father. And when Mercy runs away, Caleb's like, well, why did you do that? And she says, I don't want your pity. She's like, leave mm-hmm. me alone. Right. She's, cause she's just, she's angry because she feels, I think she, cause she feels like she does all the work and the mother is, is mean to her. Like doesn't seem yeah. to love her as much as the other children. Yeah, no, that's, it's, that's absolutely what's going on. That's a huge part of what's happening in this right now. Yes. Yeah. I think that's a lot of it. And so at dinner, father says grace, they eat their meager portions so um uh, my question for that scene is mm-hmm. um i've done a fair amount of reading about this movie and i think it's this accurate um do you like barry linden by the way the, uh, yeah the, mm-hmm. okay so that movie's famous to core it's a great movie but it's famous for its shooting it literally in candlelight in like, natural a- light actually yeah. shooting it in candlelight using yeah. like 0. 0.8 uh, stop lenses like you know literally open like mm-hmm. as far as mm-hmm. you can go um, did they do this in this movie? That's they, the, yeah, they right? used almost entirely natural light for this movie. So they the, shot that that's scene. What the in, cinematographer said in a hut they built with candlelight. With I would think, yeah, a they didn't say point... it was. They didn't say it was a hundred percent natural light, but okay. they said it was mostly natural light. So they may so, have had, had like a little bit boosting it, but there's maybe a, some small light somewhere. But it's probably like a one point one, one point two lens. I would assume. Yeah. And that's it's amazing. It's a lot of motivated lighting where it's it's what really I, what would actually be there as opposed to is what's so good about like this we movie. were talking with the witch scene as opposed to like we've got a bunch of big soft boxes yep. and yep. Well, you know and we've got no, kickers for this thing. Right. Yeah, yeah. So maybe, maybe there was like a big soft box overhead somewhere, very dim or something like that. I don't know. 
but yeah, uh, making that as authentic, and we'll get again. I'll get to that what I love at the end, but that's yeah. a scene where you're watching at this point. What I came to see in the theater, I have now been rewarded. Like I, I am now falling mm-hmm. in love with what I'm visually seeing at this point. Yeah, and, and and I'm and I'm in my seat, and I'm very happy so far. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put um, it. So mother asked Thomason what she's done with the silver cup, and if she lost it, and Thomason says, "I haven't touched it." And mother says, well, something is amiss on this farm. It's not natural. And, you know, the sheep start buying and mother says, sends, you know, says, Thomason, didn't you bed them down before dinner? And she sends her out to do it. So Thomason takes a lantern and she goes outside and there's a rabbit or a hare hare. in with the sheep. And it's the same one that the father had tried to shoot. And the mother and father go to bed and he tells her that, He fears she dwells too much on this affliction. And she says, God has cursed the family, but he argues that he didn't do this to humble them, but to show them more of his grace. So they're having the. It's like, yeah. Christian, Christian philosophy. Everything you do is wrong. Argument again. And yeah, right. It's just, uh, it's crazy. Right. I can't imagine. Well, and God didn't do this because we're, this didn't happen because we're cursed. It happened because God wanted us to learn something. Right. I, Hey, whatever you or want. Or something to, like you know. that. Like, yeah. So she says they never should have left the plantation. Well, that's true. And she, and that, yeah, that right. True. That's, he, that he should true. have, he should have sucked it up and not gave his speech in the, nope. in the trial. Nope. Um, so she, she says she wishes they still had the cup so they could sell it. Um, Cause mm-hmm. she knows the corn isn't any good and they're not doing very well finding food. Nope. And she tells him, Thomason hath got the sign of her womanhood. <laughs> and she's and she's old enough now to leave and serve another family. That is how she said it. I, I wrote I know, that down. I, I'm just laughing because I like your delivery for it. I just I'm just laughing she, at that. She hath got the sign of her womanhood. Right. I mean, everything so was she's so like it was so like proper. Like you could never just like be yourself. Like everything had to be. This is delivery in the and right proper English. Oh my God! It's just oh wow! Right. Uh, it's just crazy. It's, it's very formal. Stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, kind of. Whatever. So um, she says that Thomason's old enough to leave and serve another family, and he says he'll send her off tomorrow to serve a family he knows. Thomason hears all this. Yep. So she goes outside and she finds See, Caleb sneaking kids, out. Kids have been eavesdropping on their parents for hundreds of years. Yes, this is uh, hundreds. I mean. I'm sure that they have. This is just life. Well, and you're and you're living in a hut with like you know one maybe like a um like a uh like what's the word I'm looking for? I'm blanking here. Um, a loft. Yes. Besides yes. that, when you're all in one room, you can pretty much hear. Yeah, you're everyone's... all in one room. I mean, there's curtains around the parents' bed. It's not another right, room. Right. Exactly. It's just curtains. So so Thomason goes outside and she finds Caleb sneaking out. And he wants to go look for food, so Thomason goes with him. Um, and they find a rabbit in the trap. And Thomason is like remembering their younger days in England and how they had glass in the windows, but Tom Caleb doesn't remember it. Um so the dog starts barking and runs off after a rabbit. And Caleb goes after him, and Tom- Thomason is thrown off the horse that they had taken with them. And uh, back at the farm, the family is calling for them both. And and then we see Caleb alone in the forest and he's walking along with a gun and praying. And then he hears the dog whimpering and he stumbles and falls and he finds the dog dead. Mm-hmm. Um, which I hate. We don't like which that. Which we know the, we hate. We don't like that on this. On this uh, it's pretty interesting how, many, how we don't often like that. we talk about movies that actually have that happen. <laughs> I know. Well, I, because I think it's a... <laughs> I think it's a way for horror movies to ramp up the the horrifying things that happen. Like, yeah. I think I think to most people, killing a dog or a cat seems less scary and horrifying than killing a person. Probably. And so it often comes first. Yeah, yeah. Although, of course, this first was the baby, which is like... Yeah, that's pretty bad. Probably like an 11 on the 10-point yeah. scale. Right off the bat. Um, so, yeah, anyway. Yeah. So, anyways, I think a lot of movies do that as like a yeah. a way to do to kill something without losing 
a character and without it being as as big a deal yet. Mm-hmm. Um, although to me, it is a huge deal. Yeah, I don't want. I, I would never... rather every person in the movie die and the dogs live. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. You can do whatever you want to people, blow their heads off, whatever. But yeah, leave the leave the pets alone, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just alone. leave them alone. They're innocence in all this. Uh. So Thomason wakes up alone in the forest, and it's evening now, and she can hear the family calling for them. And Caleb is going deeper into the woods, and he follows the rabbit to a small, like, hovel. Um, hovel? Called, I hovel. I would have called it a hut, but okay, yeah. A shack? A hut? Mm, something like that. Shack, I think, is more too modern. Uh, yeah. Hut, hovel, that works. Okay. A hovel or a hat? Some sort uh, I mean, of a dwelling. Hovel or a or a hut. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, a dwelling. A dwelling in the woods. Some sort of dwelling. A woodland dwelling. Yeah, you can do the accents of them too, right? And um, so she, <laughs> so this beautiful woman comes out and she walks towards him and she smiles and he goes to her like seemingly against his will. Mm-hmm. And she touches his forehead and she kisses him. And then her very old hand reaches yeah. up and yeah. grabs the back of his yeah. head. Gnarly. Oh, it's so, it's so yeah. good. It's great, isn't it? Um, and the the shots in this are so good too. It's so it's so vivid. Mm-hmm. Like the colors are much more are much more saturated than the colors in any other part of when, the movie. When there is color, right? You're saying because a lot well, of it's right. Just, that's what I'm saying. Like right. the movie is very gray, right. but in this, it's all green, and she's and in the red, red cloak. The red. Right, right, right. And and her lips are very right. red, and like it's, it's just very saturated. It's excellent. Yeah, well um, done. And apparently, um, apparently they shot this, all the witch scenes, like all the scenes with the witches and the supernatural stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, like when the ghosts come back later, uh, was shot at a higher frame rate. You know, I like that. And I've wanted to experiment with something like that. Yeah. So everything is at 24p or 23.9, you know, 23.98. If anybody Um, wants to see something really cool and plenty of stuff has done it. But go watch um, like the first battle scene from Gladiator. Yep, or, Gladiator. Or, or um, the the storming the beach and saving Private Ryan. Those yeah. are like really super high frame rates that like that puts you know the artifacting in it like so you can wave something. Yeah. And it looks so, badass. I love it. So a high frame rate when you shoot something at a higher frame rate, so there are more frames per second, right? It goes instead of. A shutter wheel um, opening closed. that gives you crisper image right so you don't see the motion blur that you would normally see at 24p right. uh 24 frames per second um so then when you slow it down right if you go to fewer frames per second um or a shower, slower shutter speed um it gives you more motion blur that's crazy so everything looks a little more blurry. So that's that's like two ways that that cinematographers can mm-hmm. affect their. It works. It looks great. The, I love it. Their the mood of their of their movies. I love it. Um, so the mother is panicking now. She doesn't want the father to go out looking for Caleb. She wants him to go to the town and get help instead. And um, mother tries to get Thomason to tell her why they were in the forest, but she won't speak. But then father finally admits that he sold the cup. And the mother blames Caleb, blames the father for Caleb's disappearance and slaps him. And then she like collapses and he carries her inside. And Thomas, um, and Thomason says she'll go bed down the goats. But the mother says you know, she doesn't have to go in the rain because now it's rain. They're all inside mm-hmm. and it's raining. And she says, I'll go bed down the goats. And the mother's like, no, no, you don't have to go in the rain. She's like trying to be nicer to her, I guess. Probably because she realized she was wrong about her stealing the cup. Yeah, maybe. But she says, no, no, she will. And her mother kisses her forehead. And you see Thomason like have this moment where she's like, like, this is all I wanted. I just wanted my mom to love me. Just be nice to me. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I just want my mom to love me and be kind to me. Like, that's all I want. So Thomason goes and tends to the goats out in the shed. And she sees Caleb by the fence. And he's naked and he can like barely stand up. He's all busted up. Yeah, and he's he's just he can't walk like nothing. So she takes him inside. They get him to bed, and then the mother nicks Caleb's temple, and and Thomason holds a bowl under it to bleed him because that's 
part of the way you know, they did that's a great medicine way to make somebody, back then. Make somebody better. Take their blood out of their body because you don't need right. That stuff, just right? take some blood out of their body. I mean, blood. that's what they did in the 1600s, though, right? Yes, like they, we discussed, they yes. just took people's blood. They did weird things. They didn't know any better. So no, they <laughs> leached people. Like, come yeah, on, they didn't know. So they 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 do you know, that. You know, you know what they would say? This is true. If they brought in an actual doctor, someone who actually had some whatever medical experience you had back mm -hmm. then, you know what they would say? They would actually the same. They would tell you that he's possessed by the devil. They would actually tell right. you that. Yeah, they would be like, "You've right. got to bleed him." Right. That was actually like a diagnosis. Like, would, that was a that was a, right. a a perfectly reasonable thing to do at that time. And it was expected that most you were probably thought that was what someone was going to tell you. Sure. Crazy. So so they bleed him and they pray over him. And then the next day, Mercy, um, Mercy is talking to Black Philip, and then she tells Thomason that Black Philip says she bewitched Caleb, and she's a witch. Mm -hmm. Accusations, that, accusations. That Thomason is. is a witch. Yep. And Thomason, they're in the they're in the shed, and Thomason is milking another goat, and she realizes that the the goat instead of milk, she's getting blood. Mm -hmm. um, so that's another like thing that that's another thing like the like the egg thing with the yeah. dead baby bird in it that's another thing that's like a sign of witches mm -hmm. at at <clears throat> a witch is a foot which is a foot i like that. um and then uh so mother now is telling the father that caleb's malady looks like witchcraft but he doesn't believe it and he says We'll go to the plantation tomorrow. We'll find a family for Thomas and to serve. And we'll find a doctor for Caleb. And the mother wants to just, the mother's like, I just wish I was home. And he's like, well, we're going back to the, back to the plantation. She's like, no, She's like, no back in England. Yeah. Not like, here. no, England. And she says, you know, she, she basically apologized. She's like, I didn't, I didn't mean to be a shrew to ye. Yee. But she, but I've become <laughs> as, J, as Job's wife. And she says her heart is turned to stone. Um, and she admits that her faith has been weak since the baby disappeared and she's afraid she'll never find it again. So, oh, I mean, you're, that's a she's having thing some, that happened, so. oh yeah. And she's having some, some loss of faith <laughs> in her religion, which makes sense when you've had that kind of traumatic experience. Mm -hmm. Right. Sure. So that, um, outside the family works on the corn and mercy sings another black Phillip song. This one, I don't have, sorry. It's all right. Um, and then they hear Caleb scream and they all run inside to him and he's yelling, she's upon me. And he's writhing on the bed and his mouth is bloody, but it's like locked shut. That, that great. And the light from outside is like, just like spilling on right him the whole on time. Him. And it's like, that's the only thing they're using. And he's going yeah. to having this crazy, like, he's just like, I don't know what he's talking about. He, I, he's talking crazy. Well, he's saying stuff like she's on, she's upon yeah, me, she's yeah. pricking me, things like that, which are things that people said in witchcraft trials. Yes, they they, they would spectral the, evidence. Yes, it was considered actual evidence, and yeah. in the trials they would be like, she's oh, she's she, and then hits you me see, now. oh, you see the two twins. Well, that that happens in a second. Hold on, first. Wait. First, they get his mouth open mm -hmm. and an apple falls yeah, out. How about that? Then the young kids accuse Thomason of being a witch. Yep. <clears throat> and father makes her like the father is like, you know, do you love God? She's like, yes. He's like, do you love the Bible? Yes. Do you love prayer? Yes. And then they all pray for Caleb. But Mercy and Jonas can't remember their prayers. How about that? And they always said, remember, if you couldn't recite, they would say, you know, when people would be guarded to hanged or burned to the stake, they'd they would people would recite the lord's prayer mm -hmm. which was supposed to be evidence that you were not a witch right because if, if you, you were couldn't... you wouldn't be able to do that yeah so said, we can't remember we right. can't remember our prayers and then they start yelling stop thomas and stop and that's the kind and of stuff caleb that happened starts... in these trials right yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and caleb starts yelling again and he's like writhing around and the kids fall down on the floor and they imitate him mm -hmm, exactly that's it and the rest of the family the mother and father and thomason they pray around caleb and he yeah. suddenly he seems better and then he smiles and he says another my, prayer my lord, my lord, he seems like my he's lord. in ecstasy <laughs> yeah, like, and i don't mean and i don't mean no. he seems like he's in he's in uh, a religious ecstasy no yeah. he seems like he is 
He seems he, like he's having an orgasm. Yeah, he's 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 doing something. I, and I don't know. I mean, he seems like he's having out. an orgasm is what he seems like. But yeah. so he is in ecstasy and then he just dies. Yeah, he just he just dies. Like just all of a sudden he's gone. Straight up dead. And mother is shaking him and crying. And Thomason tells Jonas and Mercy to get up. But then the mother screams at her to get thee gone. Mm-hmm. And Thomason runs outside and her father follows her. And he's holding her while she cries. And then he says... You must tell me, Thomason. He thinks she's a witch still. Like, he actually thinks she's a witch. And he tells her that the bargain she made can be ended if she just tells the truth. You know, so she says, she said, I love this part. She's like, oh, I'll speak the truth. Yeah. I know you plan to get rid of me. I know you plan to rid the farm of me. I know you lied about the cup and you let me take the blame for taking Caleb into the woods. Like, Mm -hmm. and then she says. That black goat is Lucifer, and Mercy and Jonas are the witches. Yeah, and, and he grabs her and he drags her away. He doesn't want to hear any of that. Yeah. And then inside, Mercy and Jonas are laying side by side, just like panting. Um, and the father drags Thomason before the mother and makes her tell the mother what she said about Mercy and Jonas. And the father yells at the kids, but they don't answer. And mother panics again. And then father puts Thomason, Mercy, and Jonas, all three of them, in the shed. Locks him up in the and shed. And barricades him in. Like in cabin fever. Yeah, he just barricades him in. He's like, I don't know. All y'all are witches. Right. What else is going to do? Right. What am I going to do with you? <laughs> all y'all are witches. I can't be dealing with this. Yeah. And so they're all in the shed. Um, And then they're asked. I love it. They ask each other if they're witches. Like, yeah. they're like, are you a witch? Uh-huh. How about you? <laughs> are you a witch? <laughs> That's so stupid. Are you really a witch? Oh, um, And then Thomason asks asks uh, Mercy and Jonas if Black Philip really speaks to them, but they don't answer. Mm-hmm. And the mother and father now, they bury Caleb, and the mother climbs into the grave and holds say, him, which is say, another great after, visual. After, after she climbs into the grave, right, then they bury him. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Yeah, they put him in the grave, and she climbs in and holds onto him, and then they you see them, like, putting the rest of the the dirt on top of the grave. And then that night, the father is He's outside so the the kids can hear him because they're in the shed and he's outside and he's confessing to God that this is his fault because he's infected with the filth of pride. And he begs God to save his children. And then in the middle of that night, the mother gets out of bed and she sees Caleb holding the baby. Right, this is crazy. (laughs) And she hugs them and... Out in the shed, the children, Thomason, hear something. And then the mother's like nursing the baby. And Thomason and the kids see an old witch and she raises her head and she laughs at them. Like she's just there with them all of a sudden. Is, isn't no, isn't she like um sucking on the goat or something like that? I think she's eaten one of the goats. Yeah. Because yeah. later we find all the goats dead. Weird. Yeah. Right. That's so, crazy. So um then we see the mother and, you know, she's like she's nursing the baby again, but she's actually got a raven that's pecking at her breast. And she's like laughing like a lunatic. And she's smiling and laughing and yeah. it's insane and horrifying. Yes. And you're like, what the F just Oh, God. It's, it's so creepy. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great. Um, so the next morning, the father wakes up and he gets out of bed and he doesn't really look at the mother, but we see that she's laying there and she's got she's blood bloody. on the chest of her yeah, dress, like bloody. dripping down from one nipple. Yep. So he goes outside and he sees that all the goats except Black Philip are dead mm-hmm. and Thomason is laying there. And Black Philip gores him and then rams him into the side of the house against yes, the does. wood pile. Yep. So the kids are gone too. Like, but, yeah. Mercy and Jonas, just gone. We don't know what happened to them. Right. We don't know where they went. They're just gone. Um, so he gets rammed and then rammed into the side of the house against the wood pile. And I'm guessing this might be the point. At some point in this movie, he actually was a little bit gored by the goat. Mm, I wouldn't be surprised. The wow. actor was. And so Jeez. I think that might be at this point that That's, the goat actually, wow. like, like scratched him pretty bad. Dangerous. Yeah. Um, yeah, right? So Thomason goes to him, but he's dead. Yeah, he's, he's dead. And the mother comes out and she grabs her hair and's like, what hast thou done? Yeah. Uh-huh. And she is now fully convinced Thomason is a witch. Like, it's over. Yeah, this, these two. Well. So she attacks Thomason. 
And Thomason like grabs a nearby spade and whacks her mother's face. Yeah. And her mother is just like, <gasps> and she chokes her. Yeah. Until Thomason finally just like kills her with the spade. I mean, what are you gonna do? She just right? like, like, yeah. I mean, yeah, like she doesn't know what to do. She just she attacks her with the spade again, and mom your, is dead. Your mother's. I mean, that's what you know. That's, that's an insane situation that someone like that would be trying to kill you. But like you, gotta, yeah. I mean, what are you gonna do? <clears throat> and then Thomason lays there with her mother on top of her and she like holds her and cries and then she stands up she like huffs her mother off of her See, that scene made me claustrophobic only because well oh being that... stuck under a dead person <laughs> well the scene is great right it just you know it shows her dead and the blood dripping and then nothing else is really happening and then it just goes it's kind of like wide shot and it's just them sitting there like nothing's happening it's just quiet and there's no movement there's no action there's no dialogue there's nothing and you're just yeah. watching it and you're like you're you're basically forced to watch this and yeah like i, I have claustrophobia like elevators and stuff like that but i couldn't imagine like being stuck underneath a dead body like oh my god uh, what, uh, what it's a dead person but like get off me get off me like get off well me. and oh, i mean man. and they're heavy like they they call yes. it dead weight for a reason right when something yes. is extra heavy they call yes. it dead weight like I have dragged people that have passed out and have been sleeping before and they are not easy to right. do. Yeah. Right. So, They're heavy. So yeah. you see her like heft the body off of her and she stands and stares into the forest. And then she goes inside and she wraps, she like takes her dress off. So she's just in her shift and she wraps herself in a blanket and falls asleep at the table. Yeah. And when she wakes up, it's dark. It's my favorite part. <laughs> and she goes out to the shed and black Philip is there and she follows him inside. And by the light of the candle in, that she's got, she, I conjure you, Black Philip, to speak to me, she says. She conjures you, him. I command you, speak to me. Yeah. Yeah, she conjures <laughs> him to speak to her. And for a moment, nothing happens. But as she starts to turn away, she hears this whisper. What dost thou want? Yeah. So this scene is... And he is... says, wouldst thou like the taste of butter? A pretty live, dress. Live deliciously. Wouldst thou like, like to, to live deliciously? Would you like to see Wouldst the world? Wouldst thou like to see the world? Yeah. Okay. So the butter thing. Let's yeah. talk about the butter thing for a second. Let's because do it. Let's talk about the whole scene. Is like because nowadays you're like, what the hell? The taste of butter? Like, well, no. Then <laughs> shoot. But in the 15th and 16th <clears throat> centuries, the the Catholic Church had actually declared that eating butter was a bigger sin than lying, blasphemy, mm -hmm. or impurity. Everything was – I mean everything was a sin. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So, yeah. Protestant Reformation actually um, – Martin Luther, yeah. he actually like was against this edict and it was often only enforced on the poor. But right. yeah, so that was – that's why the taste of butter is in there because sure. it's considered a big sin at that time. Yeah, and, and if you want to look at the fact that it's, you know, something that, you know, poor people wouldn't have anyway, so. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean everything so was a he sin tells was her, crazy. He tells her to remove the shift and he tells her, dost thou see the book? He wants her to sign remove it. Remove thy shift, he says. Remove yeah. thy shift. Yeah. Yeah. And she – she says, I don't know how to write my name. So he says, I, I, my that, hand will guide yours. And he helps her sign will, the book. My hand will guide thee. And then my hand will guide thee. That. That's it. But how about, isn't that so interesting <clears throat> that you learned about <clears throat> literacy back then, right? Like, oh, people, yeah. People, that was back then. Okay. So nowadays, if you were given, okay, in our modern society, and I can't say all over the world, but in society you and I live in, okay. Yeah. If you were given a document, you're told to sign your name with blue or black ink, correct? Yeah. Hundreds of, years, hundreds of years ago, your options were to sign or to mark, make your mark because yep. people were you not could just people, make an X because illiteracy was, I mean, people were like, she has no idea how to read or write because she's living in 1630. God knows where New England. Yep. And she can't read or write. I'm sure. So yep. yeah, she couldn't do that. So that part, again, we'll, we'll get to the, all the accuracy stuff later, but that is, I thought that was so interesting. So, so then we see her walking out to the woods naked with black Philip. No. Now here's another bit I got for their nude scenes that, that she did. And that, um, Caleb did. Yeah. They wore tightly fitting underwear. Okay. And then it was digitally removed by the VFX artists. Cause they weren't going to go naked. They were, they were both under the age of 18. They, they were going to be, they were both too young. Right. So yeah. So they wore very tightly fitting underwear she, and then it was like, was... She the may have been VFX artist 17 when they made this movie. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, probably. Um, 
So then we hear chanting as she approaches a bonfire with several witches around it, and they're performing their rites. So the thing, the question I had they're about this They're shaking their big sticks, and they're right. dancing, and they're Didn't moving they, all strange. Isn't, isn't the story, as it goes, most Sabbaths like this would happen at a crossroads, somewhere at a crossroads? This is definitely not at a cross. I'm, I, I'm think, just, I think I'm just gonna throw so, that, that was there. one, that some would, yeah. Yeah, okay, all right. I'm just um, so the witches... The witches all rise into the air, and then so does Thomason, and she smiles just gloriously. First time she's been happy I mean, in the whole movie. Yeah, she it's this huge, it lights up her face, right. and she rises to the treetops, right. and that's the end of the that's movie. It. And that's it. That's and then it. it has that little note, like you said earlier, you mentioned earlier about how a lot of this stuff was taken from um, written from documents from the and time. things they found, and yeah, so I yeah. thought that was very, very interesting. Yeah. Now, this film also was shot in 25 days. Yeah, so that's which the seems kind of, pretty quick. So that's the stuff for a I want to like this. I want to get in. Yeah. So I was, anyway, I, I think it's great. I really do. And I'm not going to go on and on and on. But you know, <laughs> I kind of feel like I repeat myself sometimes with some of this stuff. But this is just what I love. Like, you know, we want to see something we think we could do, or we or we that's pleasing to us, right? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And these kind of movies, when I see stuff like this, like this is one of the ones, like I say, like with Rob Zombie when he made Lords of Sin, it's like they went into my brain and took everything out and and and, and made a movie. Like all the stuff yeah. I would have done. This is how every scene I would have done would have been. I, yeah. I literally remember thinking in the theater, that first scene in the beginning where they're showing the witch when she's running off with the baby, remember? Mm-hmm. And, and, and I remember thinking to myself in one part of it, like a, you know, one of those great, you know, tracking, gliding, you know, shots would look amazing. And literally, as I'm thinking this to myself, that's the shot that is in the movie. And right. Like, okay, right. This, is what, this is what I'm talking about. Like, this is why I love this stuff, because they're like reading my mind. They're just thinking this through. This guy, Robert Eggers, grew up in New England. He, he knew all the myth of this stuff. This dude was like going to make this thing crazy accurate. I mean, the sets. So they, they shot this in, in Ontario, I believe. Some remote place mm-hmm, in Ontario. Mm-hmm. I mean, the clothing is 100%. You can, you know, uh, poo-poo your nose and this, whatever, but say what you want. This stuff is legit. Like, he had clothing made for the actors. The houses, like, the thatching, the roofs, it's all accurate. Nothing is – this is all done as it was in the mid-1600s. This is complete – this is legit. And that's what makes it so great. And it's so dark. And that one scene, you know, that are just the establishing shot of the farm where it's from, you know, a distance – it's a real wide shot with the smoke coming from the chimney. Like, that's just so spooky. It's so perfect. It's so amazing. They pulled all the color out of everything. It's so bleak. Yep. It's so black. Um, you know, you talk about the red with, you know, the apples and the witch's outfit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, those colors parts are so great. Like, this is everything that if I was in charge of this film, I would have done it this way. This is exactly yeah. how it would have looked. Yeah. It's so yeah. perfect. The composition sometimes isn't, like, amazing, but it doesn't need to be. It's just so well done. The acting is, I mean, the dialogue is, is representative of the time and it's superb. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's spot I think on. the acting is fantastic for that weird yes. stilted language that we're not used to. And that's what like, I meant. Right. With that, they like, yeah, made that Scottish seem or, natural to them. Yes. And I, I know a lot of them are, I know the, the mother and the father, they're, they're British actors. I know that. So I know it was maybe a little bit easier for them, but some of yeah. that, I mean, this is hundreds of year old language they're speaking. It cannot be easy to do. Yeah. Yeah. So the work that went into it and to your point in 25 days to do all this, holy cow. Um, yeah. It's just like scary. Cause it's like real life kind of scary. I guess like all this stuff is happening in this faith. And at the end of it, like we talked earlier in our live stream about how witches are, you know, what you see in a movie, this stuff's not real. Like it's persecution. It's not, but yeah. this movie makes the old fashioned story that you and I have been told about a witch and makes it real. There is a right. witch living in the woods and she ate oh, this baby. Yeah. There and are witches. To get, yes, witches. There's a whole coven find, of them. We find that later. Um, and they're real. And that, 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 that trope, that story Although is he real. Did, he did put the, the ergot on the corn so that if you yeah. wanted to say, That's true. oh, this was all hallucination, That's you true. could. That's true. That's but a good point. I think it's super real and i think super real. in the movie it's totally real and then i think the last thing I'll, that i mean like i said i could go forever but I'll, I'll mention at the end the scene where she goes into the into the hut and and talks to satan i mean right 
Like that's when it, that, that, that was the scene when I when finally was on YouTube, I would Google that, like, you know, talking to Satan, the witch scene. Right, um, like it made the hair stand up on my neck when I was in the theater because it's, it's it's so. Oh, and when all you see of him is his hand on her shoulder, so, I, I love, I I love his spurs. I love the. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The walking. I love that he's like you know looking, but then they show his face and that ruined it for me. Like I don't want to see your actual. Do they show Dude, his I... face? Yes, you can see his face. Yes, you can. I thought it was so dark you couldn't really see uh, it. I I just watched on my uh, the Blu-ray the other day and I saw his face and maybe I maybe I'm imagining it. But... I have a pretty old TV, so it might have seemed darker on my TV. Okay. But I, but I swear you see his face and it kind of takes it kind of takes some of it away from me, but I still love it. I love yeah. it so much that I, sh- I I totally stole the idea and shot a piece on it um, that I don't love it, so I didn't really publicize it very much. But I can give it to listeners if you want to watch it. Um, but it's a woman dealing with like a drug addiction, but it's the same story. Um, I just love that scene so, so, so much. I had to like mm-hmm. recreate it to get it out of like my system because I love it so much. Yeah. Um, it just really made, you know, I don't get scared anymore. And like that scene really, really spooked me to like, it really freaked me out. So yeah, yeah this is what they say. I don't know what they call this. They, they, they gave it some new name for horror. This not visceral horror, but. Um, like just mood and atmosphere horror, they say, like, like what atmospheric. Is, okay, yeah, that it's just so much of that, just what it's created. It's just like these people's situations is like their life suck. It's so horrible. Um, it's just like it's super creepy. It's super spooky. I just mm-hmm. think that um, it's just so tremendously well done. Well, it and really I think is. for me, I also think it's a very feminist film. So that's a huge part of it too. It really because. Is. It is. You know, this this young woman society, right? Well, yeah, she's in this patriarchal society. She has no escape. No. So why wouldn't she go with the devil? Like, I mean, especially after she's lost everything. But but, you know, she she's she's upset that they're going to just send her off to another family to serve them. She has no say over that. Like, she has no control. And then everybody's calling her a witch. Well, everybody in the town is going to call her a witch now that her whole family is dead or missing. So what other freaking choice does she have but to just be like, fine, I'll be a witch. Like, everybody's going to say I'm a witch, so I might as well have the power that comes with it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? That's a huge part. You have to wonder, like, yeah, when you're at Israel and the option, do you embrace it or how do you feel about that? Like, yeah, that's that that's that is that's very interesting. Yeah, I think it's really, I think it's really interesting. Um, oh, another little tidbit. So, did you notice the film is not shot in one point eight five to one? It it's two, not the two, normal widescreen. It's it's one point six six to one. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, and the the cinematographer Jaron Blaschke, however you, you say his do name. Do you know what they shot on with? I don't, know what, I don't know what they shot on, but I know they yeah. shot in 1.66 because he said it's a little more timeless because you don't you don't see a lot of the 1.85 before like the 50s. So this mm. was an older, yeah, yeah. an older sort of shape. And then he also said that's a shape you didn't see in the arts until very recently, that 1.85. That timeless quality was attractive. Also, it was just going Beautiful. by my gut. He said it just felt right. Ah, it also great. had benefits of being able to make the house a little more claustrophobic. Yeah, right? sure, sure. And then you could see, you could show more of the height of the trees looming over the characters. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and he said, and you could still have the whole family in the shot and have it work out. So, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I thought that like, was interesting. They totally shot in a different aspect ratio just because they were like, this seems more appropriate for this story. Everything Which is they did was how you perfect. should do yeah. it, right? Yes, yes. You should be making all those choices based on yes. what serves your story. Right. Don't just say, well, you know, I used this lens last time and it was so, well, so what? I mean, it may have been great, but right, right. You, it may be even better to use this one and this. Yeah, you got to like decide on that. It has right. To be like, for that. I want to do this cool trick shot. Well, if that cool trick shot doesn't serve the story, right. then don't do it. Why are yeah. you doing it? That's exactly right. If you and can every- make it serve the story, great. Do your trick shot. But everything they did was just, it was, it was actually so well done. It was, it was perfect. I mean, yeah. they did such a yeah. good job. Yeah, I yeah, love it's it. so good. It's so it's so atmospheric and it's just spooky and <sighs> you know it's not like you know a lot of people. Um, I've met plenty of people that don't like it at all. That's fine. It's a you know your decision, whatever. But I think 
It's really good. I think it's really good. I think it's excellent. I heard the Satanic Temple actually like approved of this film. Hey, all right. <laughs> Very good. So that's fun. Yes. Um. So next up, it's a surprise because Ooh. we haven't decided what's next up yet. So we just gave you this. We just gave you this movie, which is so good. So you can take your time and watch this and digest it. Yeah, yeah. Watch this movie. Love it because it's fantastic and it is worth loving. Um, and you know, of course, after you're done watching this movie, email us, let us know what you thought of it. Send us your movie suggestions because maybe then next time it won't be a surprise what's coming up next. <laughs> if uh, you right, suggest right. some stuff to us, right. um, you can send all this to the scary movie project at gmail.com and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the scary movie project. And don't forget to subscribe or follow the podcast rate and review us on apple podcast spotify where the heck ever you're listening so more people can find us and that is all peace out the scary movie project podcast is produced by tara garwood and matt lulich learn more at the scary welcome to the all 80s movies podcast i'm bill and I'm Jason, and this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.